Welcome to Kingdom.Think. We are still moving along and we're in Exodus 5 and 6, Psalms 28 and Matthew 28. So we have Moses who's going to go to Pharaoh with Aaron. Obviously not looking forward to it, quite nervous. And they go to Pharaoh and Pharaoh said, so they told, told Pharaoh what God said, let his people go. And he said, who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord and I will not let the Israelites go. Okay. So, and then he was annoyed that they would even ask. So he said to the workers or he said to the, <clears throat> the people who were covering the, the, the working crew, he says, make them make the same number of bricks. <clears throat> but don't give them any straw. I think that's what he said. Don't give them any straw. They they have to go find it themselves, but they have to make the same number of bricks. And and if they can't do it, they're just being lazy. Because clearly, they must have had so much free time on their hands that they would <clears throat> send these two guys to come and talk to me. So the people were so upset because now they're working so much harder. And it's just, they're just losing hope. Okay, um, and he was, I think they even got beaten. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and they said, but it's not our fault. How are we supposed to make bricks without straw? Doesn't matter. And, oh, and then when Moses and Aaron were there, when they came back from work, they said, may the Lord look on you, on you and judge you. You have made us obnoxious to Pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hands to kill us. Okay, clearly you can just tell the weakness in their character. I mean, obviously I'm not living in those times, but they're already losing heart. God did that miracle and it just wasn't good enough for them. So Moses went to the Lord and says, why are you doing this? I mean, how come he didn't respond? The people are suffering even more. God's like, he said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord I did not make my I did not make myself fully known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan where they resided as foreigners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites whom the Egyptians are enslaving and I have remembered my covenant. See cuz God doesn't lie. And if he's going to take them to the promised land, he's going to take them to the promised land even if they don't want to let them go or even if the Israelites don't want to go, or they're snibbling. He made a promise, he's going to fulfill it. So, sure enough, there's Moses just going back to Abraham, I mean, going back to the, the Pharaoh, um, and he's, yeah, actually, this is a short chapter. Okay, so then we go to the family record of Moses and Aaron. So what I find interesting in this, because again, this is the part people skip over because they don't like to hear the, his, he's the son of, you know, the whole lineage. But here's where it goes interesting is when it's talking about, these are the children of Reuben, these are the children of Simeon. Then it goes Levi. Levi had Gershon, Kohath, and Mariah. Okay. But, and then you go to Gershon. Okay, fine. Then it says the sons of Gohath were were Amran, so he had Amran, Izar, okay, but the cool one is Amran. So then Amran married his father's sister, Jochebed, and she gave birth to Aaron and Moses. So Amran is the father of Moses and Aaron, who is on the descendant of Levi. Very cool. And that's about it for uh, chapter 6. So moving on to chapter 28 of Psalms. 
Again, Psalms worth reading, so here we go. Here's your reading for the day. To you, Lord, I call. You are my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me, for if you remain silent, I will be like those who go down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help. As I lift up my hands toward you, most holy, do not drag me away from the do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, who speak cordially with their neighbors, but harbor malice in their hearts. Repay them for their deeds and for their evil work. Repay them for what their hands have done and bring them back and bring back on them what they deserve because they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord and what his hands have done. He will tear them down and never build them up again. Praise be to the Lord for he is He has heard my cry of mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song I will praise. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation to his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be your shepherd and carry them forever. So I love that part on verse five where he says, because they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord and what his hands have done, he will tear them down and never build them up again. Well, I know of some groups in this world that are causing chaos and evil in the masses that need to be torn down and never built up again. So that's the promise right there. Bingo. Okay, let's move on to Matthew 28. This is the last chapter of Matthew. I'm going to read it. It's not very long, but... It's good, and it's so powerful, right? Because this whole Bible is about uh, Jesus dying on the cross for all of mankind, but even that concept is hard to grasp, so you have to read it to just get all the pieces and don't miss any, any flavor. Okay, chapter 28. After the Sabbath, at dawn, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, uh, the to- rolled back the stone and sat on it. <laughs> That's interesting. I never saw that. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him and they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. You see, if you, have, if you believe in the Bible, you have to believe in all the pieces. Even the pieces don't, don't make sense. And here he's definitely saying Jesus rose from the dead. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and, gra- and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Well, what happened to the guards who got scared? While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. And when the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, you are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while you were sleeping. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed, 
And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. I guess that explains why the Jews don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Interesting. I thought it was just because they expected the Messiah to become in a different way, not as a baby in a manger, but possibly they never believed that he rose from the dead on the third day and all these things happened. Okay, so going into the Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountains, where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. (laughs) Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. So that means we are to study everything that Jesus said and follow it to the best of our abilities and make disciples of nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he is was he, and I am with you always to the very end of the age. So cool. That's the Great Commission. That, my friend, is huge. And now you know where it's at. Chapter 28 of Matthew. Powerful stuff. Hope you enjoyed that.